It is a profound truth that success magnifies what's already inside. It will amplify and reveal those qualities that already exist, the, the good and the amazing, but also it will magnify and reveal the not so pretty, the flaws, the sometimes ugly. So God goes to great lengths to develop those he has chosen. He invests great preparation to ensure that they do truly succeed, that they actually rise to greatness. But does it have to be that way? Does it have to be so much work? Does it really require that much time and energy? What if you already have it all? In fact, what if you already have it all and you're handpicked by God? Is that guaranteed success or is it still going to go horribly wrong? Well, Saul was chosen by God to be the first king of Israel. And he literally had it all going on. He looked the part. He was head and shoulders above everyone else. He's the guy that when it was announced, everybody went, oh yeah, it's him. Of course it's him. And he was handpicked by God. God told the prophet, that's the one I've chosen to be the first king. And then he's anointed by the prophet and filled with the Holy Spirit. And he prophesies the evidence of the Holy Spirit. He, he looks the part, he's picked by God, he's anointed, he's filled with the Holy Spirit, and then you see the power of the Holy Spirit at work in his life. Surely he's a guaranteed success. But what we see with Saul was he had all of the ingredients, but not the preparation. And so repeatedly in his life, what we see is in those moments, under pressure, when he was expected to rise to greatness, what we saw were the flaws were what rose to the surface. And we see that repeatedly. But a great example was when they're facing the enemy. And the enemy is there daily taunting them. And the prophet is going to come and make an offering to the Lord before they go into battle. But from Saul's perspective, that problem, that challenge is getting worse every day. It's taunting them. It's relentless. And in the process, his men are losing confidence and the army is drifting away. And in the natural, it appears it's only getting worse. We can't wait any longer. And it seems the prophet is delayed. Where is he? And so Saul, under pressure, instead of trusting God, takes matters into his own hands. And he, he makes a religious effort. He makes the offering himself. But that was not allowed. That wasn't the way it was supposed to happen. See, Saul made, gave the appearance of honoring God in the process, but in reality, he took matters into his own hands. He couldn't handle the pressure. And obviously, right at that time, you know how this story is going to go, the prophet shows up and, what are you doing? And see, the, the other issue we see throughout the course of Saul's life is in spite of everything going for him, he had this great insecurity. We, we see that revealed so often. And one of the ways that was revealed is when he was confronted on his issues, he continually blamed everyone else. See, the process wound up that we look back now on Saul's life. And he was the first king and he was handpicked. He had everything going for him, but he didn't have the, the development. He didn't have the preparation. And so to this day, he's a mere footnote in history. He 
He had all of the ingredients to be truly amazing, to literally rise to greatness. And he's a footnote. Now, interestingly, the one who came after him pretty much had none of that. He was chosen by God, but beyond that, he had none of that going for him. In fact, he was so insignificant that initially, in the early days, people like him? Surely there's a mistake. But what you saw is over the years with God's development, increasingly people recognized God at work in him. They recognized God's favor in his life. They recognized his passion for God. And he wound up now being, as we reflect back years later, we recognize him as one of the greatest kings in history. And he's known as a man after God's own heart. The common thread in all of the great ones was the intense development, preparation that God invested in his people. In the process, they also learned a deeper level of trust in him, a, a greater dependence on him. So how do we respond? Well, the great and the wise will recognize the value in cooperating with what God is doing. The need for us to search out and live out God's truth and his principles. And in doing so, move them from just being a concept to part of our actual identity. That we would value the preparation, we would embrace it, we'd squeeze every valuable fragment out of it. And because we would recognize that through this process, literally, is the seeds of greatness.